0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today, we have a story time of a Karen who calls the bride fat. That is something you should never do at anyone's wedding ever. But, you know, hey, man, what can you expect from a Karen? This is a really crazy story and the Karen actually gets the karma she deserves. So you'll enjoy it, too. Sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, leave a like for your free nothing. And let's jump right into it. So we're going to call this subscriber who submitted today's story, Mark. So anyways, Mark, uh, you know, was 15 years old at the time. And uh, so this is actually a very complicated story. I'll try and make it, I'll try and set it out straight for you. Mark's mom has a sister. So that's gonna be Mark's aunt. Mark's aunt was getting married. Mark's had another, mo- Had a, not another mom, Mark's mom had another sister who we're gonna call the Karen. So Mark has two aunts, the two sisters of his mom. One aunt is getting married and the other aunt is a Karen. So here's the thing. All three of the girls, all three sisters, so Mark's mom, the Karen, and the aunt, that's how we're gonna call them, right? They've all been very competitive all their lives. And the thing is, right, there was a big thing about who was gonna get married first, and obviously, well, not obviously, but Mark's mom was the one who ended up getting married first. She got married in college or right after college, right? So she was probably like 20-something. Very young 20s. And she was the first one married. However, right, so, you know, both the, uh, the aunt and the Karen were, like, happy for her. However, the Karen sister was a bit less happy because she was jealous that she got married before she did. But whatever, right? However, the Karen really didn't want to be married last. She did not want to be the last one married. And so when she got the news that the aunt was getting married, apparently the Karen was furious. And here's the thing, the Karen didn't even try and hide this. One might be thinking, okay, well, You can have some internalized feelings of maybe i wish i was you know i was getting married and some kind of stress and anxiety that is totally fair but the thing is you got to internalize that because that's your sister and she's getting married you can't start freaking out on her just because she's getting married however yeah sure enough that karen starts freaking out on the sister for getting married And yeah, so literally what happens is on the phone, the aunt calls up the Karen to kind of, like, break the good news. But instead of, like, breaking the good news, the Karen freaks out. So instead of doing the rational thing and just calling and being like, oh, okay, well, I'm happy for you, right? You always say that. Even if internally you're having a lot of conflict because of your own personal issues... You always gotta say, I'm happy for you. You know, I mean, someone's getting married, and that's also your sister. But yeah, apparently the Karen, like, went off basically just being like, you don't deserve it, I deserve it. Like, being straight up about how, like, salty and angry she is. And here's the thing. She has the right to be upset. Like, it's a stressful thing to not get married, especially if you put that much pressure on yourself. However... It, I mean, you have the right to say whatever, but you can't be lashing out because someone's getting married. Like, and the thing is, too, the aunt was completely taken off guard. This was the not This was not the reaction she expected. Um, you know, I think the aunt was aware that the Karen had a lot of pressure on herself to get married at a certain point. However, the aunt did not believe for a second that the Karen was going to have this kind of reaction. What I'm trying to really just, like, drill down is the point that this came out of left field, and this was really unexpected. Yeah, so uh, there was a whole debacle. There was a whole thing. And basically, the aunt and the subscriber, uh, Mark's mom, we're calling the subscriber Mark, by the way, just in case I said something else. That's what I wrote down. Anyways, uh, Mark's mom and the aunt kind of got on the phone together and they had a whole discussion or whatever because, you know, they were trying to figure out okay, like this reaction was so out of pocket, like this was super not cool. How do we go about this? So, at the end of the discussion, Mark's mom kind of just, and Mark's mom and, you know, the aunt decided, okay, well, we're still going to invite her to the wedding. She may not accept it. I mean, who even knows, bro? Like, at this point, who even knows? But, uh, you yeah, know, we have to extend the invitation. I mean, this was kind of just a, uh, I don't know, this was kind of just a, a gut reaction. You know, she was, she's hurting. She's going through, like, I don't know. They were like, getting up there in age, I mean, respectfully, right? And it's harder to get married the older you are, especially as a woman, just just how things are, right? Maybe it's not fair. Maybe it is. Who knows? It's just kind of how things are, at least in the United States. So there's probably a lot of pressure and Mark's mom's aware of this. So she's like, okay, you know what? Maybe we should just invite extend the invitation, hope for an apology, but just best case scenario or at a minimum, she'll be there on your wedding night and you won't have any regrets in that regard. So yeah, sure enough, the invitation was extended and uh, you know, uh, the Karen was like very, kind of like weighted on responding. Like you're supposed to RSVP to the wedding invitations and you got them like eight months in advance because they're a couple days, right? It's kind of a thing. It's over the summer, they want to make sure that you have enough time that you don't schedule something during the day of the wedding, because if you tell people two weeks before the wedding, hey guys, come to my wedding, they might have something planned, and a lot of people probably have planned out that far. So people were kind of expected to RSVP kind of soon. It wasn't like you had to RSVP or respond right away, but the Karen literally waited until two weeks before the wedding to be like, yes, I'm coming. That completely messed everything up because they now had, they already had some like extras, like extra food, extra seats or whatever, just for like, I don't know, plus, minus, whatever. And they probably kind of like, uh, you know, flights expect some people not to make their flights so they might overbook. They kind of did the opposite. They, they expected, okay, a few people are going to bring plus ones or plus twos that we just simply didn't expect. So we should, you know, have a few more seats, have a bit more food than we might expect or whatever, Right. But, uh, yeah, they had to redo a lot of stuff last minute because the Karen was, like, dragging her feet on giving the RSVP. Anyways, so let's get to the day of the actual wedding. Um, yeah, so the day comes around, and, uh, you know, I don't know, Mark's pretty excited. He's never been to a wedding before. Uh, I, I, when I was a kid, i have been to, like, a couple weddings, but Mark had never been to a wedding before. So this was the first time, and, you know, he thought it was pretty cool. Mark had a pretty good relationship with his aunt, who was getting married, and Mark was kind of aware from, like, little bits of conversations he overheard from just a little bit of context clues, knew that, you know, this aunt had been through a lot of just, like, tough relationships that just didn't work out. And the aunt was, you know, looking for a lifelong partner. I mean, that's, that's something a lot of people want, man. So, um, you know, Mark was pretty excited that it all was working out for her. You know, not all marriages stick together. A lot of them don't. But at least it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Um, The thing is, though, Mark was not as close with the Karen because uh, the Karen, out of the three sisters, was by far the most bitter and resentful. And a lot of that was why she was single, if we're all being honest. So the Karen arrives late to the pre ceremony So there was like a ceremony before the wedding. But sure enough, the Karen arrives late to that as well, which I mean you can't say that you didn't see that coming if we're being real i mean karen's already trying to like prove why oh she doesn't care all this kind of stuff right of course she's going to be late to the pre-ceremony and not so late that she couldn't be there and be annoying just late like late enough that she made a point that she was late but not late enough to the point where she would actually miss out on being able to ruin as much as she possibly could so anyways, they're all sitting at the pre-dinner, which is the dinner that you have before the official wedding ceremony the next day. So they're all sitting there, they're all having a good time, except for the Karen. And I don't know if you guys know that one person, but do you guys know that one person who just sucks the life out of the room? They just like genuinely suck all of the happiness and entertainment and good vibes and all that stuff out of the room like they're they're like energy vampires like I don't know how they do it man but they do it like and especially people when they're in a bad mood I know people personally that when they're in a good mood they can be the life of the party but when they're in a bad mood they just make everyone feel bad like they don't have to speak any words they don't have to utter anything and they have brought the mood down like by like two points out of ten bro yeah so that was kind of the vibe was getting picked up and uh, the aunt and her soon-to-be husband I guess It's like, well, yeah, the the soon-to-be husband, the fiancé, right? They were sitting at the end of the table, and they purposely put the Karen at the other end of the table. And the Karen was starting to get upset about that. And the Karen started muttering stuff like, wow, I can't believe I wasn't put next to my sister. She's my own flesh and blood, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, I think the Karen actually went up to either uh, Mark's mom or the aunt about this because I think one of the two responded, well... You were like, you you got your RSVP so late, we didn't even think you were coming. We barely were able to make room for you last minute. And I think that Karen's like, you should have always had a spot reserved for me. You're my sister, whatever, which I mean, like, I guess. But also, dude, you had eight months to RSVP and you RSVP for something that takes like months and months to plan and schedule two weeks before. Are you serious? And you expect to get the same treatment as everyone else? I get it your family. And, you know, in all fairness, you know, family members at a wedding will probably get better treatment than, uh, you know, your fourth grade teacher that you just happen to stay in touch with. I understand that as a fact. However, like, look, you blew up on this person and you've not apologized. Oh, by the way, this Karen has not apologized yet. I want to make that very clear. So, uh, yeah, the, the pre-dinner is a little, a little bit of a mess and simply because of the Karen. Because, like, some people at the end of the table that are, you know, not really, like, maybe extended family members or friends or... Because, like, a lot of the close families at the other, other end of the table. The thing is, though, uh, you know, Mark is at kind of, like, the kid section, which is at a certain side of the table. And the kid section is near the Karen. So Mark gets to hear all this stuff firsthand. And Mark hears, like, just, like, the Karen just bringing stuff up, just trying to take people down, bro. Like, the Karen is legitimately just trying to make people's day bad. Yeah, but anyways, things got really bad on the actual day of the wedding. That's when things really started to get bad. Because I think, here's the thing, I think that Karen was kind of like, she was super, remember, that Karen was super jealous, and I have a shred of sympathy. A shred, right? Because I can understand it's a difficult position to be in. However, I really do draw the line and lashing out on other people, because look, I look, it happens, however... You gotta be, look, you can experience this range of emotions, but you also gotta realize the the damage you do to other people, you can't blame on stuff happening to you. You really can't, at a certain point. And what the Karen is going to do next is really bad. It is partly what I said in the title of the video, but so much more, so make sure to stick around. And if you made it this far into the video, comment Karen down below in the comment section. Uh, That'll be the secret word of the day. And while you're in the comment section, check out the pinned comment as there's a link to a Spotify account in which I upload all these stories as podcasts. If you listen on there, it actually does help me out as well, as well as links to two other channels that I'll be uploading daily on, so subscribe to those to help me out. Anyways, though, let's get back to the story. So the next day is the actual day of the wedding. And I think that Karen had not fully kind of like She wasn't at full peak jealousy and rage because it wasn't actually the wedding. But when the wedding officially came around on that day, the Karen was mad. Big mad. The Karen is just something in the air of like her sister getting married, happiness, nice things, everything that the Karen hates, right? So she was this extra angsty and angry today. She was like an angsty teen, bro. She was upset. She was not having it. And uh, so anyways, let's just skip to the wedding ceremony because Karen was kind of like AI. She was not AFK. She was MIA for a while, right? She was kind of brooding, sticking to herself, and no one really knew where she was. But so let's just stick ahead. Let's just skip ahead to the actual wedding ceremony. So skipping ahead to the actual wedding ceremony, um, w- let's just get, okay, so everyone's in the pews, right? Everyone's in the pews. They're waiting for the bride and groom to come out. And uh, so eventually the bride and groom come out, the bride walks down or the groom walks down and the brides walk down by her father. The whole ceremony, it's very nice. Or at least Mark says good vibes in the air, good energy, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so, oh man, this is almost cringe for me to tell. Like, it's such an uncomfortable story and so awkward, but I just had to tell it because it's a really good story too. But man, I, leave a like on the video. Uh, one like equals one prayer for me or I'm gonna pass away from the cringe, I'm not joking. So anyways, yeah, sure enough, the, uh, you know, the Karen eventually is, makes herself known. So there's a list of, there's like a couple people up there that are gonna say some stuff. So I don't know if this is true for all weddings, but you know the, the bride and groom say their vows, And I think a lot of times people speak at, like, the after party or whatever. They don't actually speak during the wedding ceremony. But I guess the bride and groom just wanted, like, a few of their close friends to say a few words during the ceremony itself. I mean, it's your wedding. You can really do what you want. So there's a list. There's, like, five people in line. But soon enough, there were six people in line. Because the Karen invites herself upstage and enters the line so this point like the aunt looks at the the not the bride the aunt looks at the groom the groom looks back at his wife aka or soon-to-be wife aka the aunt they're kind of looking at each other because they know that what is about to come is not going to be good they did not schedule the karen to be one of the five speakers she was like the sixth speaker aka the wild card and the wild card who had a history of not being very nice Well, I mean, at the beginning of the story, when I told you that the the Karen was screaming at, you know, the aunt, being like, It should have been me! It should have been me! Like, this can't be good. But a part of the aunt was thinking to herself, Okay, maybe the Karen is going to apologize or try and, like, make up for being such a, like, the worst person ever, right? Try and make up for it by giving a really nice speech. Which, like, you know, I get being hopeful, but also, Karens are going to be Karens, bro. It's in their DNA. It's how they work. Like they're not going to say anything nice. Trust me. So sure enough, right? Uh, you know, eventually, so people start saying some stuff. They're told to keep it kind of limited, so the ceremony doesn't go on and on and on and on and on. Like it's it's a long day, anyways, right? They want to get to the marriage part. They're they're ready to to start their life. So people, you know, uh, the the groom's best friend in high school whatever, says a few words, like, oh, should've seen this guy back in high school, he was such a dork, ha so crazy I used to hang out with them, stuff like that, whatever. But eventually, it comes up to the Karen. So, yeah, the Karen gets up there, goes to the microphone, and uh, I think a lot of people weren't actually aware of the Karen situation. They might've known that the Karen, AKA the third sister was a little bit weird at dinner the night before, but I don't think they realized the extent to which the following was gonna be. I, I, what I'm trying to say is the audience was not prepared for what they were about to be hit with. The pile of bricks, the freight train, whatever you want to call it, that was about to slam through this wedding, they were not prepared for. So anyways, the Karen gets up there and looks at the groom and is like, you. (laughs) You already know it's starting off good, bro. She starts off, looks at the groom and says, you. She's like, you. Of course you would. Dude, this is actually, I'm cringing, bro. This is going to be so hard for me to say, because I just feel so foul saying it, even though I'm just saying what someone else said in a story. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to choke my way through it. I'm just going to say it. She's like, How do you get to this point, bro? I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, don't skip ahead. How do you get to this point? But anyways, she says, you, like, you, you chose to marry this, oh my God, this fat hog over me. Like, she should have been the sister that was married last. Whole audience gasps. Dude, how do you say this, bro? How do you say this at your own sister's wedding? I understand not being happy with where you are in life, that happens. We've all been there, but this is crazy. And you're not only just saying it like to her, you're saying in front of everyone at her wedding ceremony, you just called her a fat hog in front of her. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) that's, that's my live reaction. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I think that Karen goes on to say, like, begin to say another thing, but that's when, I don't know, groom's like a cool guy and he's not standing for any of this slander, right? So the groom goes over and quickly just takes the microphone out of her hand. And it's it, like at this point, uh, w- sorry, what's his name? Mark, the subscriber, he doesn't hear what the groom says because it's no longer mic'd up, right? But very clearly he can see the, mic- the groom is pointing towards the stairs and towards the exit. And the Karen folds her arm and like shakes her head no and starts like yelling and Mark can faintly hear be like yelling about like how he should have married her or whatever. So a complete plot twist right now, by the way, like married her instead of like it's late. There's layers to this stuff, dude. Because there's layers to this stuff, bro. She didn't just call like her sister a fat hog, which is an insane thing to say. I can't stress how, of an, how much of an insane thing that is to say, especially to anyone, should never say that to anyone. Also saying that on your wedding day, also to your sister, layers, right? But there's even more layers. This is like a fourth dimensional onion. That's how many layers there are to this thing because she's also saying, you should have married me. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, not only, like, you should not have married my sister, and maybe the Karen, by the way, was saying you should have married me metaphorically to, like, men. Like, men should have married her before, like, the sister, which is a pretty crazy statement to say anyways. Anyone as bitter and angry as you probably is not going to attract anyone, uh, unless you attract someone as bitter and angry as yourself, right? Um, but also, just to say it, like, so directly to him, like, there's a chance that maybe, like, She was, like, trying to slide in with her sister's soon-to-be husband. Like, that's a crazy enough statement already. But, hey, man, it's the Karen for you. So, yeah, sure enough, the Karen kind of folds her arms when the groom says, like, points at the stairs and basically tells her, you got to get out of here, dude. You are not welcome right now. Yeah, so the Karen, like, folds her arm, and that's when the, okay, so this is when the groom's, like, best friend basically, like, gets up, and like looks at the Karen. Unfortunately, we don't know the exact words that he says because uh, Mark was not close enough. But just assume they were super sick. Like just assume it was like a movie hero ending or whatever, where the hero says something really sick to the bad guy before like destroying the bad guy, right? Because that's when the big guy starts just like walking towards the Karen, and she like gets kind of intimidated, and starts walking back, and she starts like screaming or whatever. And that's when the big the big guy, the friend of the bro- of the groom like grabs her by the back of the shirt very gently. It's not like pushing her around or anything, but slowly starts pulling her out. And then Karen is just like screaming and she's screaming loud enough that now Mark can hear that she's saying like, it should have been me. It should have been me. Like, why did you marry her? She's a hog. Like just going hard on that too, which is such a crazy thing to say, but she's like, it should have been me. And then the door closes behind her, right? And so everyone's kind of really quiet at this point. Because what are you going to say? Like, this is such an awkward thing to be uttered, right? This is so crazy. So, uh, sure enough, uh, eventually, uh, the the person who's running the whole ceremony, like the, I think it's the priest or whatever, uh, is pretty confused. He's like, um, okay, well, that was unexpected. But the priest kind of just goes back in the action. Like, all right, let's hear the vows. So, uh, the aunt is a little shaken up. I think she was supposed to go first. But then the br- I think the groom's like, all right, let me take it from here. The groom says his vows. I think the aunt was kind of teared up by how crazy of, like, a thing that was said to her. But then she starts, like, tearing up because of what the groom says. She chokes through hers, but, like, the choking is definitely because of the tears of what he said. Less so because of what her sister said. Maybe a combination of both. But definitely the focus has, the whole mood has turned back to a positive mood, right? It's turned back to something positive. And, yep, so they end up, and then they kiss at the very end, and at the, at the recital dinner, or not the recital, the final dinner, they're all sitting around, and the Karen tries to come to the dinner, but the security were told specifically that she was not allowed entry, so it was pretty sweet, it was pretty nice, Mark says, to see the Karen get denied.